All right, guys in short, Sports Los Angeles. Hopefully you're like us and you love sports, specifically L.A. sports. Every week on this very show, we cut through all the crap. Well, most of the crap. Some crap still ends up on the show. You can blame Ben for that. Yes. <laughs> and well we done. bring you all the important news and headlines going on in L.A. sports from the fans' perspective. None of this expert and analyst BS. Who wants Screw to listen that. to experts when you can listen to us? <laughs> exactly. That might not have sounded Way to sell the show. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're supporting the show every week by listening and subscribing to the show. If you haven't left a review yet, we'd appreciate one, especially if it's of the five-star variety. Also, if you love Twitter as much as Vic and Hammer do, be sure to follow us there at Guys in Shorts LA. Any more shameless plugs before we open this thing up? No. No. Oh, on the show this week, we're talking LA sports, blah, blah, blah. We got an interview. Yes, Woo! we do. And it's a biggie. Vic somehow hooked this one up, <laughs> calling into the show this week, Ed O'Bannon. Holy uh, crap. I hope we don't screw that up. Uh, Hold on. Can I oh, clap? No. Good yeah. Luck. yeah. Absolutely. That you. deserves a clap. C-L-A-U-C-L-A, fight, fight, fight. Woo! Oh, yes. Gosh, dang it. I feel like we're dating a chick way out of our league with this one. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Yeah, yes. it's a great analogy. Let's be on our best behavior, guys, okay? We'll try. Game on. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. LAFC has never lost in the MLS, and they have never allowed a goal. Uh, yeah. Woo! Congratulations, oh. sir. And One Darren game. Besa. What is going on, L.A.? And Ben Garcia. poop de hoo There he is. Oh. All right. Before we get to Ed O'Bannon, which it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we need to discuss a one Mr. Kobe Bryant. Let me rephrase that. A one Oscar winner, Kobe Woo! Bryant. Wow. Is that crazy? That I'm is insane. nuts. I'm disappointed in Kobe. Wow. What? He said that this Oscar meant more to him than winning a championship. Oh, I did not oh, hear that. Oh, I saw that. And yeah, that yeah. that really, that, that I don't like that. He Please. was caught up in the he, moment. I don't care. You know, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. I mean, he worked his entire life to become a basketball god. And here, you know, he's had, a, a, what, a career of, what, 18 or 19 years, whatever he was in the NBA. Yeah. He goes out and he wins one Oscar, and he's saying it means more than you know what he dedicated his entire life well, to, and why he's famous. And let it took me, him a year to do it. Let me let me <laughs> argue in his favor since he's not here. He should be here, but since we, he's not, that's yeah. we need to have him you, on the show. You we said do. it right there. He's a basketball god. Yeah. And and if you ask Kobe, there was no question in his mind that he was going to win all those championships. Like he, that's just the competitor he is. He knew that was coming. Okay. But when you're a basketball player and that's what you are after basketball. What are you going to do? You're well, going to become an analyst. But wait a minute. You're going to retire. You're going to do underwear commercials. He followed that up by winning an Oscar, something that he had no formal training in. Kobe Bryant proved my point that he could be the director of Titanic. What he did was he got. <laughs> I remember this. What, what he did was he went out and he got John Williams to write the music for this yeah. thing. He gets the best people around him to make those decisions. And he is the one that wins the Oscar, which is. Which absolutely supports my point that I could have directed uh, Titanic. Uh, so, yeah. Wait. Do you see oh, translation? Ben's comparing himself to Kobe Bryant yeah. now. Yeah, D1. Yeah. Always I, comparing himself. Yeah. 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 I feel like you're closer to James Cameron than to Kobe Bryant. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know yeah, what stick, that means, stick, but those are two your, very famous and rich people, so good times. your original <laughs> argument. You, you, know, you know what's crazy about this? Does anybody here watch The Office? No. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible show. That? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Is um, it reality TV? Then Ben doesn't. Ben watch. doesn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a laugh track. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if it doesn't have a laugh track, I'm not interested. Yeah. That means well, it's not funny. Of course, the VHS won't record it if it doesn't does it, have a laugh. Does track. it have a wacky neighbor in it? No, then Ben's never seen it. <laughs> you mean Wilson from Home Improvement? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Is there an alien puppet? No, Ben doesn't know that. Ow. <laughs> Keep going. I can go all day long. <laughs> he does them all. Oh, oh, oh gosh. man. The, uh, the, Kev, the character Kevin, you remember Kevin, the big guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's rich. <laughs> there was a really? one in one of the episodes he wrote, uh, he said, he, as he's talking to the camera, he's like, oh, and by the way, if Kevin, or if uh, Kobe Bryant ever wins an Oscar, I'm going to be a very rich man. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? In one that of the episodes. Yeah. On the that was predicted on The Office. That's yeah. great. Isn't that crazy? I love that. And <laughs> shout out to Kobe just once again, oh, proving seriously. that he is better than all of us. He, uh, 
Rightly yeah. so. I still Rightly think so. he needs to come back to the Lakers and work as a talent evaluator. But, you know, if we ever got him on the phone, I'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs> that might be next, next week. It'll be coming up soon. Oh. <laughs> I'll work on it, Ben. I'll work on it. All right. I love it. All right. You Let's jump into this yes. interview. Shall we, gentlemen? Yes. Yes. In 1995, while Ben was being voted Mr. Gar High School, our guest was busy leading UCLA to an NCAA championship. He's played basketball in the NBA, the ABA, and all over the world. He then took the universally hated NCAA to court in a highly publicized lawsuit over the commercial use of their student-athletes. Most recently, he's written a book titled Court Justice, The Inside Story of My Battle Against the NCAA. Given all the current headlines, this couldn't be more topical. Please welcome to the show, Ed O'Bannon. Thank you very much. Uh, nice intro. I appreciate that. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, from us other, you know, fellow Southern California boys, yeah. like you, you're you're, you know, the stories I grew I graduated in 1996. So I started high school, you know, shortly after you'd left high school. And I went to Gar, as did uh Ben, who's also nice. here in the room. Yep. And uh but but your your legend, I mean, it lingered forever. Like, oh, yeah. It, it was it was there well through. Everybody say, Oh, you know, Ed O'Bannon and da 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 and you know, of course you were going strong at Art, UCLA. Artisha but, high school, like yeah. I mean, that's just been a thoroughbred yeah. area for, for oh, high school basketball time. talent. Yeah. 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 We've had some pretty good ones come out of our out of our area, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all that to say, this is a real thrill for us and we really appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. So, My I mean, pleasure. let's let's start with the book here. I mean, what? Uh, so, what inspired to inspired you to write this book now? Well, I you know I, I didn't know exactly. Um, I look. Let me say this: uh, when we were done uh, with our lawsuit, uh, and it ended at the footsteps of the Supreme Court, um, I wanted to just really kind of not have anything to do with uh, this lawsuit anymore. I was done. I was burnt out. Uh, but some people that I, uh, you know, uh, cherish their or respect and honor their opinion um, told me to write this book. You know, they felt like, look, uh, a lot of people uh, know about this lawsuit but it would be a good idea for you to give your side of the story, give your version, um, show us what you saw, talk about what you saw, um, you know, uh, through not only, uh, you know, in court, but throughout the almost 10 year uh, lawsuit that we had. And I, I just felt like, you know, it, it was um, my, it, this was going to, this book was going to be my way of, you know, kind of thanking everybody and kind of fading off into the black, if you will. There you, you know, go. yeah. Um, but <laughs> thus far, it's been far from that. Um, <laughs> I've actually, I would with imagine. This book, yeah, it's it's kind of thrust me back into, or at least this lawsuit back into, uh, you know, kind of the what's going on with uh, college. Uh, college yeah. athletics yeah so. yeah especially now it's funny we were talking about it before the show it, it couldn't be more timely to to have you on the show now with everything going on and and certainly marsh madness and, <laughs> and all that stuff yeah so, it's great it's good cool. stuff um you know what before uh, before i get to my question here let me just tell everybody that's listening to this podcast that need to go out my, go out and buy this book uh, it's a it's phenomenally uh well written. It's an easy read, and there's just a bunch of information that obviously was not out there to the to the public unless you have this book. So please, please, please go buy this book. Um, and speaking Thank of the book, you. yeah. Thank you very much. Speaking of the book, um, we're all fans here, and uh, you know everybody that's most of the people that are listening here are probably going to be UCLA fans too. Can you just go back and talk about the Tyus Hedney play? I know you're probably sick of talk, <laughs> talking about it, but you know, in the book you mentioned that it was uh, based off of a Lakers play uh, involving Jerry West. Um, what exactly happened on that 4.8 second play? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm not tired of talking about that play. <laughs> Let's, uh, let me say that. Um, you know, what happened was um, we were up prior to, actually prior to that play, uh, we were up one, uh, okay. and then I gave up a back door. I believe it was a back door cut. Uh, my man caught it in the middle of the lane and hit a floater 
to put them to put Missouri up one uh, with 4.8 seconds left. We called timeout, went to the bench, and I'm yelling. You know, <laughs> as we're at the bench, I'm yelling at Coach Eric. You know how coaches uh, at the beginning of the timeout they huddle up with each yeah. other and yeah. go over a little game plan and then come to the come to the team. Uh, well, so they were in their little huddle or whatever, and I'm yelling from the bench, Coach, I want the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> and he just, you know, he turns, he like literally turns around and looks at me and says, sit down and shut the hell up. <laughs> so, oh, man. He said, uh, I got right. this. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh. So I sat down and shut up, of course. <laughs> and so he comes over and draws out the play, uh, and, and everybody basically was a decoy. Uh, the play, uh, and, and we ran to, well, Tyus ran to perfection. Uh, it was designed for him to get a run and start kind of a looping, you know, inbounds pass or, or, or play or whatever he caught it, uh, in stride and went down the floor. And, and what was cool about this was we had practiced this, you know, all year long, oh, wow. uh, not necessarily, yeah, not, not, uh, necessarily in like everybody in those positions, right. but at least getting the ball, um, you know, an ends bounds pass and then go as far as you, or, you know, the full length of the floor as fast as you can. Yeah. Go until they stop the ball. Exactly. And Tyus was the best at it, you know, of course. And so he got the ball, got the call. Uh, and so he goes down halfway, you know, half court goes around his back. Uh, and now he's on the right side. It takes one or two dribbles, uh, right up to the uh, the seven footer puts up the little finger roll off the glass and uh, at the buzzer and and that was it. Uh, and it was I yeah, it was seriously, <laughs> seriously. It I was, remember, it I was that. Yeah, oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, and and if you if you do watch it, you look at me. Uh, I'm on the left hand. So I'm on his left. Uh, I'm doing everything again, everything I can to get the ball. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, I pushed the guy. All, I could have easily been called for an offensive foul if yeah. you watch it. You oh, know, I'm full. So it was, it was a crazy play, uh, one that obviously went down in history, and uh, yeah. you know. Tyus changed our lives with that shot. So. Yeah, and it's a good thing that the refs swallow their whistle at that point of the game. Usually, if if they yeah. had caught you, yeah. you know, using your hands or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Ed, actually, going back to the case, um, what was your biggest motivation on taking the NCAA to court? Uh, my biggest motivation was to um, do what we're doing now, to spark what we're doing right now, and that's. Uh, having dialogue about this subject. Uh, I wanted, uh, initially when we started this lawsuit, uh, I saw my vi- my my avatar on a video game. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, not a month later, uh, Sonny Vaccaro, my, you know, close friend and mentor gave me a call and asked me uh, or, or told me that he was going to be suing the NC2A. Uh, and was looking for a lead plaintiff. I let him know what I had recently saw. He thought that I would be perfect for it. And, um, you know, after a few days of weighing the pros and cons with my wife, we decided to do it. My main thing was to spark conversation. Um, I felt like how the NC2A and at this time, how EA Sports, the way that they ran business, was just uh, not only totally wrong, uh, but illegal. Mm, you know, if yeah. you use someone's likeness, you you are required by law to pay them. Uh, and everyone gets a paycheck or everyone in every other walk of life is compensated for their likeness, except for former and current ath- uh, uh, college athletes. And I just thought that that was fundamentally wrong. Uh, and I, it, you know, this wasn't something I asked for, but, uh, it was an opportunity for me to, uh, step in and say something and do something about yeah, it. Nice. I, I yeah. know everyone prior to this had been talking about it and everybody, you know, things need to change, blah, 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 but no one really does anything. So it's David taking down Goliath, yes. you know, yeah. Who, yeah. who wants to do that? And like you even said, by the end of it, you were just exhausted. And yeah, so that's. 
massive credit to you to to actually Seriously. step up and do that, and more so taking it all the way to the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. I, you yeah. know, we we tried to. We wanted to take it to Supreme Court. I know I did. I wanted to. Okay. I wanted to yeah. walk up the stairs, walk in the building, you know, and sit in the the courtroom. I wanted to to do that. Uh, for for two reasons, real quick. One, for the sheer experience of actually sitting in the courtroom at okay. you know, in the Supreme Court, and then two, uh, to get whatever decision is made etched in stone, and then college basketball or college sports in general can go on from there. You know, yeah. But it it didn't happen. Oh well, uh, here we are. So. I think that leads us right into our next question, and that is, what went through your mind when you heard the news that the FBI was probing the NC2A and tapping coaches' phones? Wow. Uh, that was, um, I don't want to say surprising, but uh, yeah, kind of surprising. I mean, I thought uh, for, for college sports, uh, the investigations would always be done either internally by the universities or the NC2A. I, I, I didn't, uh, unless it was, you know, like a point shaving scandal or right, something. Right, right. Um, that's when I would think that the FBI would, would get involved. The fact that they had been involved in this and, and tapping phones and stuff. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. And, and, and it, it, to me, it, it lets me know that, uh, this isn't just about scholarships, you know, oh, no. this is about yeah. billions of dollars, absolutely. you know what I'm saying? This is universities' reputations, uh, yeah, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Getting, getting money so, from Nike and Adidas and all these other shoe companies. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was surprising to hear that. Yeah, it, it really, and it just accents just the total failure of the NCAA as an organization that the FBI has to step in and, and do what they should have been doing, you know, all right. along. Yep, absolutely. And, and, you know, you hear the, the rumors of things like this happening, yeah. uh, and, and you, you know, me, uh, having been there as far as college sports and being on scholarship and, uh, and really kind of being involved, uh, in, in that world, I guess, uh, you hear about it and, and you know that it happens, but the fact that it actually is now, you know, uh, the uh, dirty laundry really is yeah. being aired out in front of the world. You know, that's, it's sad, but on top of that, let me also say this. Uh, I think it's a really good opportunity to revamp college. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, exactly. that, yeah, that's, that's what we're hoping. Absolutely. Yeah, um, the stage to, is uh, set. Look at the, exactly. You yeah. look at the rules it, and, and okay. that they have and, you know, say, hey, you know what, maybe this should change or, oh, we should get rid of this one or, you know, might as well take a look at it. it yeah. It's failed so far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can only fix it from here, right? There you we'll go. Just, yeah, exactly. We'll just send the last chapter of your, of your book to all our congressmen. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Photocopy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, you, you obviously went through a lot while you were fighting the NCAA. Can you touch on, on some of the sacrifices that you made during that whole ordeal? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. I, I let me, let me, preface this by saying this was all really kind of expected you know none of none of what happened uh came as a surprise um so let me let me say that um which all the more credit to you for still going through yeah. with it knowing sure. what you knowing have to go that, through yeah. knowing what you're you're well, setting yourself up for well thank you um i I was up, I wouldn't say up for coaching jobs, but they were these coaching situations, coaching positions were brought to my attention uh, that I could, you know, possibly, uh, you know, uh, take one of these coaching positions. Uh, and, and all I had to do really was, uh, well, at the time I was finishing up my school, I, I uh, eventually went back and finished up. So during that time, once I was done, you know, come on out, take a visit. Uh, let's do the interview process. And then we'll, if, if there's no spots, no positions for you, we'll create something, but I want you on our staff. I heard that a couple of times, a few times. Wow. Um, well, those opportunities, uh, never came, um, because of, you know, because of, uh, various reasons, I guess. Uh, but one of the ones that was actually, 
really just they just flat out said because of what you are doing. Uh, I, I was contacted by, I don't know, a, an agent. Uh, and he says, Hey, I have an opportunity for you to go out, uh, you know, out of town or whatever and, and, uh, interview for a color commentating position. You know, it's something that's there. They're asking for you, that sort of thing. Uh, and so I don't know, a week or two goes by and then he comes back and he says, Hey, you know what? Never mind. Uh, they did a little background on you. You have this lawsuit. They don't want to touch you. Uh, in wow. so many words, that's what he said. But, you know, I got the picture and, you know, that uh, that was that was that. So, um, you know, there were there were uh, different, many different examples where uh, that happened. Um, and so, you know, again, uh, it was to be expected. Um, but. Uh, you know, um, the, the good thing about what we try to do, um, as a family, and I'm just speaking of the people in this house, uh, my wife and my three kids was when I would walk through the door, I left it, I left everything outside. Uh, I, I didn't talk oh, about awesome. the lawsuit with the kids unless they asked and, okay. and every now and then they would ask a question or two. Um, but I, I didn't want them cause they didn't ask for the lawsuit. You know, they didn't ask to be a part of it, yet they were a part of it. So, um, I, you know, um, I would talk to them about it if they wanted to. But for the most part, I just tried to keep it separate. And that was my way of keeping my sanity. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> Selfishly speaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not selfish. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up your wife because that was actually one of my favorite parts of the book was how lovingly you, you talked about her and the support that she gave you. Um, how did she, you know, exactly help you throughout this ordeal? Um, she would uh, bounce uh, ideas, uh, you know, off of me or, or uh, you know, we would, we would talk about it. Most of the time it was if I just had a... Uh, a, a bad day uh, at work, or I just wasn't feeling like being the lead plaintiff in this lawsuit, and I wish it would just go away, and and I would need to vent uh, or rant. Uh, she was always there, you know, to to take it. You know what I'm saying? That's a yeah. tough um, job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it Anybody is. Anybody who's, who's ever been in a job. relationship knows. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Sure. Says the guy who's yeah. been in a relationship for two months. It's <laughs> 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 a long two months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we like to joke on this pod sometimes. <laughs> that's that's so it amazing. was cool. She was yeah. yeah she awesome. was uh, really cool. she was my yeah. She was my rock for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, uh, in the last chapter of your book, which is called Call to Action, My 12 Ideas for Fixing College Sports, you make some great points. But seeing how this is an L.A. sports podcast, we do love bringing up the ball family. And, uh, <laughs> for, sure. yeah. for better yeah. or worse. <laughs> and so I yep. wanted to you know, ask you about your first, uh, your first remedy, uh, which is learning from Lonzo Ball and, and Donald De La Haye, uh, empower ca uh, college athletes to capitalize on their brands. Um, what can we learn from the ball family? Uh, that, that you can, you can step out, uh, on your own and make something happen. Okay. Um, he's got, he's got a passion for his kids and he's oh, yeah. got a passion yeah. for, <laughs> for the limelight. And he's, you know, I mean, he's, I, I think he's gifted in that. Uh, and yeah. what I mean by that is, I mean, you know, there's certain people, Don King, you know, yeah, you know, that are just really comfortable in, in, in doing that. Um, I, I just I love the fact that uh, he just doesn't he don't care at all. <laughs> oh, what yeah, so true. Yep. And um, he's in it's, it's almost like he's in it to actually change the game. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Completely go against the grain. And, and I think I think that's good in that he's throwing he's throwing a handful of stuff up against the wall and whatever sticks he'll use, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, he's got a million and one ideas, maybe one or two of them work. Yeah. Uh, and then cool. Yeah, he's good with that, but he's doing it his way. I, I think the fact that he's got the balls to just say, you know what, this is, these are my kids. Uh, this is my, this is my name. Um, and I've done it this way, my whole, their whole lives. 
and, and I'm going to continue to do this, you know, there as you long go. as they're in the game. I, I, I think that there's something uh, pretty cool about that. Absolutely. Um, you know what I'm saying? The way he, you know, look, going to Lithuania, I played overseas. That's hard. Going on, oh, know, I can't even imagine. <laughs> and, and and to do it as a as a high school, you know, he's supposed the one kid is supposed to be a high school senior yeah. this year. Yeah. I guess. You know, that's that might be a, a, an extreme, but the fact that he does have the you know the gonads to do something, <laughs> like that, that's I, you know, so I, I think it's. I just think that's. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. from the outside looking in. Just to, to kind of turn that question a little bit. How would you? Mm-hmm. How do you think you would feel if he was your teammate and it was a distraction to the team? I probably wouldn't like it too much. Because <laughs> um, that, you know, what my thought I mean, is, yeah, yeah. I, you know, look I, to Lonzo's credit. Now he's pretty good. I think oh, he's, he, he's good. amazing. I think. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, and and he seems pretty level. He seems like a like he's got you know a rap. CD out now and he's got you know like he's doing other things and he's not just sitting up under his dad yeah, you right, know yeah. I, I I think that's cool like you know I, I didn't know that he was as quote unquote musically inclined as he was I didn't know anything about the kid to be honest with you yeah so one day I saw him on TV sitting in a car rapping or whatever yeah. I was like uh, there ain't a whole lot of NBA players doing that, right? You right, know, yeah. and 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 so the fact that he is comfortable enough to just do, I, you know, I I think they're I don't say fascinating, but I think that family is, you know, it's uh, it's different, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, you know, they're doing it their way. I just I love the fact that they're doing it their way. I yeah. think it's cool. Absolutely. They're, they're unapologetically themselves. And there is there something, no, whether you agree with it or not, you got to respect that. Right. And, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. and at the end of the, yeah. the day, as a 19-year-old, he's putting up 13, 7, and 7 in his rookie oh. season. So, I mean, look, <laughs> I, w- I would take it. that any day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Nope. All right. Well, let's go, let's go back to this uh, UCLA championship one more time. <laughs> Um, I hope you don't know. mind. Yeah, I had a quick question. Were you okay? So we all know you were on the cover of Sports Illustrated, uh, cutting down the net. Were you able to keep that net from the game? Um, yes. Oh, you just made my day. <laughs> I, I do. I have that. Uh, I have that. It's in a box in the garage. Oh, oh that's so cool. That's so, yeah, so awesome. Good. That's where I put what my Oscar. Cool. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, yeah right. Well, yeah. Ed, we we can't thank you enough for for taking this time with us. Uh, but we'd love for you to let our listeners know uh, first how to find the book, and uh, and then how to follow you on Twitter or social media or in, anything you want to plug or shout out. Okay. Um, yes, uh, you can find the book anywhere you. Purchase books, uh, whether it's Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or um, wherever. Um, to my understanding, they're everywhere, um, which it's is pretty cool. Actually, you just have to Google it. I, I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. I don't know why I even there you go. That. <laughs> no, I appreciate you asking. <laughs> yeah. hey, Yahoo works was, just as good. It was a, just a way of mentioning the book. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Thank just you. Look on the internet. <laughs> yeah. You can get it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and what else? Oh, uh, I am on Twitter, uh, Ed underscore O'Bannon. Nice. Yeah. Right. And, and a great follow, especially, you know, with all the NCAA stuff going, going on. on Ed, yeah. Ed, it seems like you've kind of by default become the go-to, you know, guy on this. I, you know, I was telling my wife, you know, the other day I was like, what's crazy is now I, I don't feel like. I don't feel like that crazy dude that's standing on top of the mountain yeah. saying, you know, the yeah. aliens are coming, the yeah. aliens, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Now people kind of actually see what I'm talking about. It's almost like Jose Canseco with the steroids. In the beginning, everyone's right. like, oh, come on, man. And then all of yeah. a sudden, everyone starts getting busted, and it's like, hey, you should have yeah. listened to me oh, yeah. way back yeah. when. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Last <laughs> question before we let you go. Uh any prediction who's going to win the uh, championship this year? I got a bracket to fill out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Would I sound like a homer if I said the Bruins? Nice. Yeah. Oh, we'll, take we'll take it. We will take it. Big time homer. <laughs> we wouldn't expect anything less. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, you know what? In full disclosure, I, I think um, I'm really liking um, either Virginia or uh, uh, Villanova. Okay. I really. I, but. You know, they're on for whatever reason, they're on TV over here all the time. So, let's see, all gotcha. The so, all right, you heard it here first, there folks. There you go, fill out your bracket. And <laughs> <laughs> O'Bannon, people, <laughs> thank you so much again. We appreciate it. Anytime you have anything to plug, or, seriously, or you want to you get on a soapbox about the NCAA yeah. or anything, <laughs> open phone line. You can always talk to us. We'd love to have you anytime. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys. I yeah. appreciate it. It was great uh, spending time with you. Uh, lock me in. Uh, anything yes. comes up, uh, yes, you sure. know, hit awesome. me up and, and I'll join you again for sure. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks again, Ed. Right. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks, guys. How about that, Ed freaking O'Bannon? Ed O'Bannon, yeah, that's a professional athlete on the show. And he called us. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. We did ask him. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Vic for setting that up. Well done. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. No, very, very cool interview. Yeah, you know, one of the takeaways that I have is that. there's been a long list of UCLA athletes that have kind of stepped up and have taken the role, uh, you know, in times where somebody needed to have a voice. You know, you you think about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the 60s, you think about Luke Walton in the 70s, and this is just, you know, propagating, you know, that, that leadership that comes from UCLA athletes. And so it's nice to see a homegrown talent that, you know, grew up in an area that we grew up, went to college here, and now he's, you know, leading a charge nationally trying to take this case to the Supreme Court. Yeah, Yeah. you know, Ben, I don't say that, I don't say this that often, but that was a great point. Thank you. Really good point, Ben. (laughs) I prepare for this podcast. It it only took 103 episodes. (laughs) Give yourself a pat Eric's not here. I knew that he wasn't here, so I had to prepare. That's awesome. All right, let's uh, let's talk some soccer, but this is kind of abbreviated because yeah. we're going to do something that we don't usually do, and I'm going to throw it to you, Victor Costello. What is new and exciting in the world of MLS? Well, this was uh, opening weekend, so uh, you know it was an awesome weekend. LAFC was having their first game going up against the uh, powerhouse Seattle Sounders. And on the road, because they're going to be on the road for a while now, uh, I believe for a month, they're going to be playing on the road, so the stadium isn't isn't done yet. Okay. So, But uh, yeah, went into enemy territory. I mean, this is a team that hasn't lost at home in 10 months, uh, been to the last two MLS Cup finals, and LAFC eked out a win, won nothing. Nice. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, on the other side of the fence, the Galaxy, uh, with their revamped... Uh, Your second favorite team? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they came out, guns blazing. They ended up beating the Portland Timbers, who's also, you know, it's a quality team. Uh, two to one. Uh, their new forward pickup, Ola uh, Kamara, scored a goal. So, you know, things are looking up for both the Galaxy and the LAFC. And... Uh, you know, if you wanted to find out more in depth about what our thoughts on the games, we do have our own uh, new soccer branded podcast, <gasps> Guys in Shorts FC. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Welcome yeah. to the family. Yeah. AKA Ben's dream come true. It is. <laughs> I was literally about to give a standing ovation without any sort of preface, but here you go. Hang on. <laughs> Ben, there's 42 minutes of good, uh, hot soccer topic on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I, good stuff. It's I won't great be stuff. listening. <laughs> dare Friends or not, I ain't listening. Uh, it's better than the King's Realm. Um, oh, 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 just Jack kidding. Fired. Just Jack kidding. Fired. I love those guys. That was a joke. God, that was a great. joke. But no, yeah, seriously. They're, uh, it's, a, it's a cool little podcast. You know, we're uh, going to talk some LAFC, some LA Galaxy, some U.S. Men's National Team. We'll have some... Uh, hopefully a lot of guests on the show and uh, Eric and I throwing back and forth. So, yeah, it should be fun. No, it's Excited. it's great. I listened to, uh, well, it's episode two because you guys did. We had an emergency the, episode. The first episode. Eventing episode. We shall not talk about. Yeah, but no. uh, great show, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, I love the dynamic between you being <laughs> a now LAFC, LAFC? fan. That's and right. And Hammer, of course, being the diehard Galaxy fan that we all yeah. know he is. My favorite was... About uh, 12 minutes into the podcast, after you'd given your LAFC 
update in a nice, concise manner. <laughs> and Hammer says, well, you know, we're just going to give some quick updates here on the team. And I look down at the time remaining, half an hour. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Well, that's Hammer for that's you. That's Hammer for you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, they, they actually do go on to talk about some, some great stuff, how LAFC came to be, which was interesting. I didn't know oh, a lot cool. of that. Oh, cool. Yeah, thank you. And thank some, you. Uh, some good, bold predictions. Of course, a Guys in Shorts family oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fan yeah, favorite so for sure. Good stuff. Check out Guys in Shorts FC. Okay. Let's talk some Lakers. Yeah. This team, I mean, this team is starting to look really good. Oh, uh, I like it. Yeah, I'm... It's a, it's pretty amazing what they've been able to do with, especially with you know Brandon Ingram's been hurt. Yeah, uh, Josh Hart is out, and I'll tell you, um, Isaiah is stepping up right he, now, coming yeah. off the bench. Oh. I mean, if you look at just what he scored these last couple of games, I think it was like twenty nine, twenty six, and nineteen. Wow, mm-hmm. coming off the bench. Yeah, so he's definitely an offensive spark that yeah. they've been missing. Uh, when, uh, offensively, they've been missing off the bench, and um, they have. You know what's funny is. The beginning of the season, part of the problems that they had was closing out games, and these past few weeks, they've figured that out. And I don't know if it's going to continue. Except the, game the other night against Portland. Yeah, yeah, but they but they caught up. But they were but they were in that game. Yeah. And Portland yeah. Portland is a you know I'm, they're not a, a contender to win the championship, but they're going to be in the playoffs. And oh yeah, they are a playoff team, and so they took them to the wire. And, and so it, that's it took what a you her- see. Herculean effort yeah. by Damian Lillard, Lillard, yeah. Lillard to uh, to beat them, and and it's a depleted Lakers squad. So I mean, for that for that squad out there to take Portland. You know, wire to wire and catch up in the third because they were down by a lot going into the third. So uh, I, 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 that game was a throwaway, you know, whatever. But they've been able to close out games, and they are looking like a squad. I mean, Julius Randle is is He's becoming a, a piece. Lately. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Carl Malone esque. Carl Malone-esque. <laughs> is he yeah. fighting to stay on the team? He is. Right now, I think if you look at the last three games, he's probably averaging right around 25 points a game yeah. and around 11 rebounds. And, I mean, there was one play, and I don't remember which game it was, but, I mean, he takes takes the ball from before half court, takes it right down, you know, and, and just takes it to the rim himself. And so that's... That's that's an athletic play to be yeah. able to control the ball as a big to yeah. get down there and be able to do that. I mean, I mean the likes of Lamar Odom was probably the last forward that I remember being able to do that on his own. And yeah. we know how Ben loves him some Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> even even pre Chloe, Ben loved Lamar. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> When we even had Lonzo Ball take over the fourth quarter against uh, San Antonio and lead yeah. the Lakers to a win, I mean, it's one of the things about this team, especially when Brandon Ingram's in there, is you ha- they have a lot of weapons that can beat you. Yeah, uh, and it's it's just it's a fun team to watch mm-hmm. right now. I mean, obviously they're not going to win anything right now. But, they going to make uh, the playoffs? No, but I do no, think but they they think they are. No, yeah. well, yeah. and right now they, they I, good. Yeah, good I, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I, think, I think they're seven games back from a playoff spot because the right. Clippers right now, at least going into today, were in the eighth seed. What I think is reasonable as a Lakers fan is that they will be 500 by the end of the season because right now I think they're, Ooh. I think they're like six games under or you know five games under or something like that. But the way they've been playing in the months of January and February, if they just continue playing this way yeah. through March yeah. and April, they will be at or above 500, and so they'll be just a game or two out of the uh, playoffs. Okay, yeah. so oh. hypothetical time because you know that's what we love. Yeah, they come out of the season 500. Oh my do, god! What do we want to do with Randall? I don't. Well. That all depends. That all depends on LeBron. If LeBron comes, it's going to be re- unless they are, are, can work their magic and get rid of Dang. That's the only way they're really going to be able to hold on to Randall. If if only one player comes, if only one max contracts come, then they can hold on to Randall. I am not. I God, a part of me is like I'm not sure I want LeBron to come anymore. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. And I, so I was actually going to wow. disagree with you until you said that. Now I agree. I think that if, <laughs> I think if it comes right down to it at the end of the season, if Randall continues to play the way he has these last couple of weeks for the rest of the season, I think that you sign one ma- one max deal, and that is Paul George because of his age, and you leave LeBron off. Because right now, to be honest with you, I think LeBron's probably iffy about coming to the Lakers anyway, and at his advanced stage. Did he tell you that? No. At the advanced <laughs> stage of his career, what's I mean, is, is his focus really on winning a championship or is it to bring his wife to Los Angeles and to make movies? I, you don't know what, what his mindset is. So my thought is that if Randall continues to play, you sign him to whatever you, you know, obviously the lowest you can, you can pay for him. But you, 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 you get him signed, you bring in Paul George, and then you wait 
until the following season to bring in, you know, somebody. There's else. some guys, some really good guys. Clay, uh, Clay would Kawhi, be who I'd like Kawhi, to see. There's a lot of guys that are yeah. available. So yeah, yeah for sure. Awesome. My, my biggest concern is that. Uh, LeBron coming onto this team is going to be the ball control guy, and that's not this team. Yeah, uh, everybody touches the ball on this team, and I don't. It's it sucks because if you do bring LeBron here, you, you're instantly a contender. But I'm almost willing to wait to see what this team turns into. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, I'm I'm completely but torn. I was going to say you, you mentioned contender. You bring LeBron to this team, they're still not beating Houston. They're still not beating Golden State in the West. And by the time the rest of the Lakers become old enough to really know how to do that, LeBron's going to be on the back end of his talent and his career. So he isn't really the answer. I mean, if you want to sell tickets and you want to get ratings on the Spectrum channel, then then you have to bring them in. And so it may be a business decision, almost like the Albert Pujols deal was 10 years ago. <laughs> And and I don't think that that's. Thank you for giving that credit, by the way. I, that. <laughs> I don't think that that's the best negotiating hand when you are the Lakers management, uh, because you also have to make money. You have to make your 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 contemporaries happy, and so if your TV partner isn't happy, you're not going to be happy. So, it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. But I think if you look at it from just the court perspective, I agree with Vic in that they really need to take a second look as to whether they get LeBron or not. You guys want to know how to make an episode go long? Get, get Ask, Ben talking about the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> it never fails. Half an hour, guys. Let's do it. Well, we are the we longest know. half hour sports oh, yeah. podcast so show, right? I'd say the best. No, the half best. Half the King's hour. Realm. The King's Realm beats us. <laughs> in, in, in time. Length or girth? I'm sorry. Sorry. I mean, never mind. Uh, Let's talk about Dodgers, shall we? Ben actually prepared. He has a a note. He wrote notes down. It has numbers on it. Wow, he really did. It also has a heart. It's on a, it. What the? There's a there's a to do list. Yeah, there's a pad of paper <laughs> on my steal refrigerator. A piece of paper from your daughter. For my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to touch on the Dodgers briefly, and that is not the Eric Vieira briefly. It's actually briefly. Okay. Not the Ben Garcia talking about the Lakers briefly, but <laughs> that was that was Victor's segment. I just added some commentary. <laughs> Just took it over. Yeah. <laughs> Threw, took an elbow to the eye so you could get to the microphone. Man, I like attention. Uh, I like sports and I like attention. Yes, yes, you do. yes, you do. All right, so this is the preseason. We don't care. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about what, you know, and again, I didn't watch any games because <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so I looked but at you got a paper full of notes. I looked at stats. That's okay. awesome. I looked at stats. What? My, I know that Hold preseason. On. Victor's turned Should on. Should we preface this with, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was, wow. with something? Should we build this segment up? No. Useless stat of the week by Ben Garcia. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. That, is, that intro feels pretty good. <laughs> so, typically in the preseason, you. Oh, sorry. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. No, so typically in the preseason, uh, starters generally play two to three innings. And so I, I don't like to look at what happens over the course of nine innings because by the time you get to the ninth inning, you're playing a bunch of high school athletes that are just trying <laughs> to make the team. So what I did was I looked at what the Dodgers record was over the last eight games, which started last Tuesday through today, and then looked at what that record would be if you had just the first four innings. And so... Okay. The actual record of the last eight games was 4-3-1, three, and one. and if you take the record at the fourth inning, the Dodgers are 3-3-2. Three, three, three and two. So there isn't—nothing's like, you know, coming out and saying, you know, this is, this is a great team. Now, mind you, this is preseason, but the one thing that I did notice looking at just the scores over the last eight games was how many runs the Dodgers are giving up in the first four innings. And so— I don't know if it's that the starters aren't maybe not throwing at velocity that they would normally do in the in the regular season or if their pitches aren't that crisp or what's going on but it's a little concerning at this point going into the season that you know their their ERA is probably 4 or 5 you know or they're giving up 4 or 5 runs in the first couple innings against so. high school talent. Well, I mean it mind you it's going to be against major league talent on the other side because yes. it is the oh, first yeah. four innings. But you know, I would like to see scores of, you know, 0-0, 1-0, you know, 2 to 1. And I mean some of these scores are, you know, 7 to 4, 6 to 2, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah. this is major league baseball. You shouldn't see these scores even in the preseason. Interesting take. Hmm. Victor Costello, your thoughts. 
Um, your see. rebuttal. Let's see. Just take everything that Ben just said and throw it away. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, that's fair. This, it's, it's preseason. This I is agree. preseason. It's preseason. It's preseason. <laughs> Unless we're talking about showing high Otani. <laughs> Show Never heard of him. Otani. Never heard of him. Who are you talking about? Show high. Oh, there he is. <laughs> or Albert Pujols. <laughs> I love that it's usually Vic that brings in the stuff. <laughs> and that then was ben weird. Craps all over. That it. was like the upside down right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was really weird. Yeah, it's like the upside down. You need to work on your Ben uh, impression, though. Yeah, I, w- I will. I will. Uh, you're right. You're right. right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk. Let's talk about stuff Darren Basa wants to talk about. What's that? I always is love that a new segment? Things. Yeah. Oh. Whatever, D- Darren. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm in because I like all the stuff you like to talk about. So you want to talk a little bit about some Rams? Yes, I do. All right. Nice. Mr. Wilson. Yes. I got some bad news for you. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. We need, we need to talk a little Follow bit. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We need to talk a little bit about season tickets. Oh, yes. So it's that time of year. We doing it again this year? Well, that's, that's the question on the docket because as everybody team, knows. What team we, are we talking about? The Rams, Rams. or Angels? Okay, Rams. Rams. Gotcha. As everybody knows, we've been season ticket holders now. I tuned out for a second. When have we ever had season tickets to the Angels? Get with the program, Ben. (laughs) So we've been sitting in section what? Section six. Six, absolutely. Row 56. That's right. Numbers nine and ten. You can't afford better than row 56. They're not there anymore. You know what? You see the entire field from where we are. We're not too close. We're not too far. The entire row. And we're right on the 45, what, 45? oxygen 45? is thinner up there, so you, you can, can probably see you know, downtown really... L.A. from up there, too. <laughs> it's a beautiful view. Beautiful view. <laughs> Anyways, if you look at the Coliseum nowadays, they're building suites where our seats were. Is oh! that right? And at this point in By time... By default, we should... I feel like squatters' rights, we get a suite. Oh, yeah. Is and that I, how and it I, works? And I try to fight for that. But if you look at what the picture is right now of the Coliseum, there are bulldozers Exactly where our seats were. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. man. And they've gotten rid of 15,000 seats. 15,000? 15,000, oh, wow. 15, yes. Wow. Wait, how did they get bulldozers up that high? That's a good question. Did they take the there. elevator? <laughs> well, there's they, no elevator at the Coliseum. They ripped, up, they ripped up all the seats from the third deck all the way down to the uh, uh, floor. Wow. wow. So, That's crazy. Yeah. So anyways, we've been relocated. Did they decide where we're relocated to or do we get to pick? Well, they've decided. Oh, really? Yes. You, sh- you should have yes. asked for your seat. Like, don't bulldoze it. Give yeah, me my give seat. Give me my exact seat. Yeah. Oh, I think no, yes. I mean, like, literally, I you can take home. Years, yeah. the, like, the physical seat that you've been paying for. I bet for. they saved those. Yeah, probably, you should have well, said. They have I'm sure the ticket holders for USC. Probably, yeah. 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 No, screw those guys. You're the one paying for those seats. Exactly. That's right. We should get them. That's right. Anyways, right now, we are in the exact same spot on the visitor side. Oh, yeah. in the sun? In the sun. We had perfect seats in the shade yeah. of the of the press box. Hey, listen, you, you guys, we talked a couple episodes ago about reasons why you cannot be a fan of a team anymore. This is not I'm just I'm saying, saying. No. you could go to the Chargers and get some, you could get tickets in the shade. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can get tickets anywhere you uh, want. That's not going to work. I'm not going to go ahead and get season tickets for the Chargers. Wouldn't it be great for the pot if you guys Hell just no. flipped? No. No? No. It'd be awful Who for would the do pod, that? and it'd be awful for our souls. My soul would kill me. Absolutely. Your soul would kill... I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture that. I, <laughs> like don't I, ask questions. I am not sitting on the visitor's yeah. side. Yeah. Well, right now, but we'll, that is our option. Uh, all right. Off air, we'll discuss what we're going to yeah. do. Our plan it, it's, not a, it's not a fun You guys are rainbows and butterflies, about. and you're going to take it. So just yeah. say now on the show, you guys are going to sign <laughs> oh, up because awesome. it's the Rams. That was so awesome. <laughs> You guys have no backbone, either one of you. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Before we get out of here, you want to talk a little Bachelor? Oh, Oh, of course we don't want to talk Bachelor. We do want to talk about the Kings. Oh, because you know, you know, for your Kings news, you go to the Kings Realm podcast. Yeah, of course. But uh, we should mention the uh, they had a three game win streak going that included back to back wins over the hated. Golden showers. Oh, the golden yeah. showers. That's pretty yeah. cool. Wow. Yeah. Ari had a big decision to make yesterday. <laughs> 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 and he botched it. Oh, man. Ben, you're uh, an idiot. I know. <laughs> so, you're welcome. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
And then they dropped a game to the Blackhawks. Yeah. But uh, but the Kings, Vic, have you had a chance to watch any games? Hey, Lauren or Becca? Be- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yes, um, I, you know it's it's every time that they they you start believing them believing in them again, like they do something like that like that loss. They had some great wins against Vegas, and the, it was funny because the Vegas Twitter uh, did a. Um, a mistake where they had hockey rules are kind of weird as far as like you know goals against if, and, and overtimes and stuff like that. But anyways, long story short, they had tweeted out that they had won the season series with the Kings, but they were completely wrong. So they got shelled. Oh yes. yeah, it was awesome. That's yeah, amazing. they they golden showered themselves. So <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, I I don't know. I, this team at I, times they look really really good. And then at other times, they just don't look good. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know what's the real team anymore. Like, at the beginning of the season, I was like, okay, this is it. Then, you know, a few episodes ago, I was like, okay, they suck. Like, this is just who they are. And then they come back and they do exactly what you're just so saying. Did and it's that like, happen, though, when they did the trade for Shore and... and um... They did. They started to come up a bit. Yeah. Okay. So those two guys um, uh, that came on, actually, I think, uh, what's his name, actually scored two goals in his first couple of games or something like that. But Fnuff. um Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Ben. I've been hey, listening. You pay attention. I've been nice. listening to the Killing nice. Kings round. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good, good job. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, this team is just—it's a weird. It's a weird thing, and and you don't have that same vibe that they did when they won the Stanley Cup and they stunk into the into the playoffs. Like you, yeah. It's not the same vibe. Like that team, you actually held on and you and you had something to believe in, and this team kind of gives that belief away a lot. And so I, I don't know what to expect from them. It's weird. Well, we're we, all rooting uh, against them because we all tw- we, we'd owe twenty bucks to James if we, they made the playoffs. We did. Yeah, that is true. Lose twenty bucks. That Are they true. in the hunt for the playoffs? Yeah, they, they're still in the hunt. They're yeah. still. Yeah. Well, you get hot at the right time. There you yeah. go. All right. Uh, for the rest of your Kings news, check out the Kings Realm, but not on Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is it for us. We're out of here, right? Yes. Good work, Jais. Guys. Jais. 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 I don't know. <laughs> Good work, it's a gentlemen. French Canadian coming out in Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's a boot. Oh, I hate you. We're out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. We're also on Facebook. You can get our website at guysinshorts.com. Our store is up there. Hey, leave a voicemail for us. 562-450-3356. As always, please share the show with all your friends. Review it. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and listen on any sort of podcast out there. Any of them. Vic's got us everywhere. A big, huge thank you again to Ed O'Bannon. Yes. Awesome interview. We appreciate it. We're out of here for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Where did we decide Eric is? Eric has anal leakage. (laughs) Wait, what? I googled it earlier today, and I was trying to find what the remedies were, and I couldn't find one. He just has to stay home and wait for it to end. (laughs) Oh, Eric, just stay home, buddy. Oscar goes to Ben for acting Uh. like he doesn't know. (laughs) You had to Google that. You guys accuse me of not doing homework. There you go. (laughs) 